When you envision our Messiah, do you imagine him having darker skin or lighter skin? Welcome back to another episode of Awakening Eve. This video will be discussing the identity and origin of our Messiah, Yahshua, more commonly known today as Jesus. Many believe the contents within the Bible aren't factual, but that cannot be further from the truth. In terms of our Messiah that sacrificed his life for each and every one of us today, he was as real as you and I, and during his life, God, our Father, used him as one of the original way showers to help show people during that time how to love and live in peace and harmony, not only with one another, but also with the planet. Yahshua was a Jew from Africa and spoke Hebrew, one of the first languages ever spoken. And as far as Yahshua's physical appearance, as quoted in the book of Revelations, chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, it says, The hairs of his head were white like white wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze, refined in a furnace, and his voice was like the roar of many waters. Unfortunately, many biblical resources, from TV, to movies, to books, and even on the internet, leave out or alter these points, which only serves to keep us all blinded spiritually, misled, and to perpetuate the deception that Yahshua was a lighter-skinned savior. Many are asking what can be done during this time to bring about more peace. First and foremost, in order for us each to come out on top during this spiritual warfare, we must remain in constant and consistent prayer with our Heavenly Father for guidance and protection as well as to welcome in tranquility into our lives. Secondly, the moral thing we each can do to put out the fire of racism is to recognize that our Messiah had darker skin, as well as acknowledge him for his passion, grace, and love he had for humanity and follow in his footsteps. As the sayings go, the truth shall set us all free. Therefore, I pray we keep on seeking the truth and asking questions, especially with all that's happening within humanity today. Also, if we don't know where we come from, then we don't know where we're headed. And during these uncertain times, we most absolutely, 100%, need to know which direction to go. Much shalom.
When we see repetitive numbers, it's important for us to understand it's God's way of communicating with us. So today on Awakening Eve, I would like to go over the Synchronicity 333 by reading from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 3. And it says, Call to me and I will answer you, and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. So what exactly was God trying to relate to Jeremiah at the time? And first off, I just want to mention that Jeremiah was a real messenger of God in biblical times. And so what we're reading from now is basically, it is real, a real testimony of what God spoke to Jeremiah in order to pass down to us today. So what is God exactly saying to us today is that if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling stuck, if you feel like you don't have a place, God wants you to know that all we have to do is to welcome him into our life through prayer and meditation. distracted by worldly matters, one major way God serves to communicate with us is through signs, symbols, and synchronicities. For this episode of The Awakening of Eve, I'll be going over the number five as it relates to the spiritual realm. Thank you for listening. this content helpful and useful, please feel free to like and subscribe to the channel and share with those you think would benefit. Thank you in advance. Please also note The Awakening of Eve is a spiritual op-ed channel, therefore please always do your own personal spiritual due diligence. Congratulations! If you're starting to see signs, symbols, and synchronicities within your daily life, it is God's way of acknowledging that you are doing the inner spiritual work for growth. One key thing to remember as you're trying to decipher and decode these messages is that there are two sides to the spiritual realm vying for our attention. We have our creator trying to communicate with us, and then also there's the devil energy that serves to distract us from our true path. In order to receive the highest form of the message, one way that you can really determine where it's coming from is to really pay attention to your inner intuition, which is God-given, and be sure to always aim high in terms of how you are actually interpreting the message. Another method I use in order to decode messages from the spiritual realm is by going within the Bible and finding the corresponding verse. And for this particular episode, I'll be going over Isaiah chapter 55, verse 5. And it reads, Surely you will summon nations, also known as people, you know not, and people you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, 
for he has endowed you with splendor. In terms of the number five, this verse is a great reminder to us that we were each made in the image of our God and our Creator and our Lord and Savior. And if we embrace this knowledge throughout our walk in life, then our natural light will start to shine, attracting others to us. And also, we'll start to bear fruit, spiritually speaking, for people to also want to pick from. Other meanings of the number five is God's continued mercy and grace for us, as well as human kindness. So whenever this number shows up in my life, I take it as a reminder from God to have continued mercy and grace with those around me. Another fun fact is that the number five shows up within the Bible 318 times. As it relates to the Bible, the number five means divine transformation, destruction of enemies, as David was able to defeat Goliath by using five stones, Miracles, because Yahshua was able to turn five loaves of bread and two fish into enough food to feed 5,000 people, and so much more. And when it comes to God's creation and our human anatomy, we also have five fingers and five toes. It goes without saying, the number five is simply spiritually dynamic. As we mature and begin to take our spiritual growth seriously, God sees us and is able to send us messages via signs, symbols, and synchronicities. So once again, congratulations on all the hard work you're doing. Please continue along your path, and please also stay tuned for the next video from The Awakening of Eve. Much shalom. Look into my eyes and see the soul of a lover The soul of a soldier Ready to battle for love Ready to battle for love Negativity doesn't help at all Said let it go, it's your call Let it go, it's your call Said let it go While you're tricking through suspense With your loved one time spent Spread love to the masses Pursuing those passionate passions Got to make it happen Gonna make it happen Be captain, yep All crunch bears Proud Marys rise up six feet tall Live, love, and laugh This is your impact Positive you attract When positive you react No time for get tricky, but life's all about overcoming, so stop running, 
Performing and being, um, you know, a professional working uh, music artist, and that all stems from like my spiritual growth. And without that connection, I, w- I would wouldn't even be here because I I pursued a very traditional path and um, went to college. I graduated. I worked in corporate America. I worked, you know, very. I I did everything I was supposed to do and. I still unfolded into being a musician somehow. It was just making music was something I could never stop doing. And um, not that I want to now, but <laughs> there was a time when it was hard to accept that. And so music really helped me become more connected to who I am spiritually and to even become more awakened. And, yeah. you know, I, I understand that it's my path and um, it's a part of the... Um, the message that I'm supposed to share with the world and so um, you know I accept it definitely music and spirituality to me go hand in hand but as far as my own personal connection I, I feel like I'm always connected and there are times when I feel you know like maybe I'm wavering or uh, life takes me makes me feel like there's less of a connection but then you know I'm I get signs um you know that I, I feel also that I have angels or ancestors or just energy around me that is always reminding me and sending me signs and synchronicities if you will like um that show me that I'm you know that I'm protected and that I just need to remember that who I am and where I come from and what's important to keep going with. So I would say probably one of the most poignant times that I felt the presence um, of God so strong, and especially in relating to my music and how I got here even to pursuing it was kind of a seed that was planted um, when when my grandmother passed away. And that was, oof, it's been over 10 years now. Um... I um, I was in school at the time, um, and I got I had just talked to her like a day or two before, and I told her that I wrote this song, which is actually the first song I've ever performed in front of anyone, and it was called "Can't Hold Me Down," and this song um, I just I don't know something came to me, you know it it came to me I wrote it in a in a night, and I was uh, actually hosting this show. Um, back on campus and I decided that I was also going to perform in the show I was like I wrote the song 
and then I performed it for my peers, and they had no idea. I'd never told anybody that I wrote songs or sang or anything. Um, and it was so well-received, and everyone was just so shocked. And my friends were like, Tendo, like, that that was beautiful. <laughs> you know, that was really good. And I'm like, thanks. I, I have no idea where it came from, but it came to me last night. And for some reason today, literally the night before wow. that day, I performed it. And so I was telling my grandmother about the song, and I was like, yeah, I wrote the song, and I shared it. And everyone loves it, and they keep asking me to perform. And... I'm like, I want to perform it for you. And she's like, oh, I can't wait to hear it. Like, and literally two days later, she she passed away. And so I was like, wow, I was just talking to her about how, you know, I was just talking to her. And she just, she just was a woman who, her energy was just so, she was just such a strong woman. And like her energy was just so powerful that you just thought she was going to live for like a hundred more years, you know? So it was just like, I'm like, man, I can't believe she's gone. I thought she's going to outlive all of us. And so, but um, during her service, I was like, I'm going to perform the song. I, I mean, I don't, I never really had the courage to do anything like that. Even that, that night that I performed the song the first time, just, I feel like I just had a very strong calling to do that and to get it out and to share it. And I'd never done anything like that. Like, um, and then I performed it and it was in front of my family and you know it was the first time they ever saw me do that I never sang like no one knew that I could sing I didn't know that I could sing and it just but I but I could and, and it was good and I think that was I always remember that because that was really like the turning point of creating Tyndall music at least in my in my consciousness like that I can really um feel connected to is that that was really like a birth like and it took (laughs) it still took time like I was made I was making music and but it it wasn't something that I ever shared with anybody um from that point I, I had been just making music and then it wasn't actually until I moved to Phoenix that I really actually put it out there that was another thing it was like I never planned to live in Phoenix either um I I had been with someone at the time and that relationship, you know, wasn't for us and we went our separate ways and then um, that's another, like, big moment. I stayed and I really found myself and kept working on getting out there and I just, one opportunity that the first time it was, like, our first Friday and... I was uh, given the opportunity to perform. I was new to Phoenix, and I, you know, it was, it was kind of wild to me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I invited some coworkers and um, some friends. And, yeah, it was another one of those moments where it was that synchronicity. It's like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is where so everything kind of came into alignment. Yeah. Just um, following those major life-changing events, everything Absolutely. just started... You know, and that's one thing. And just another a note for the listeners is that Absolutely. if you're curious about First Fridays, First Fridays is an amazing art event that is held in Phoenix, and mm-hmm. it's a, a way for artists from all kinds of backgrounds to kind of come out and showcase their work. Mm-hmm. So whether if you're a musician or an, a painter, you know, or any type of other artist. But Tendal, I wanted to go back into yeah. 
So just, you know, obviously you, you mentioned something else that's very touching and extremely profound in terms of, you know, of course your grandmother's passing. Yes. Um, and, and I wanted to, to, to address the idea, especially in terms of how we're created and our mm-hmm. DNA and how strong yeah. our DNA is and how, yeah. you know, I spoke about on my social media platform about sacred geometry and um, how everything is basically made up of God's blueprint and everything. And essentially with that said, our DNA has coding in it mm. and that we may, we may um, get, we, we are triggered by certain uh, life experiences that are about to happen that we mm. may not know physically, but our body spiritually knows. Yeah. And so... I feel like, you know, in terms of your c- circumstance, how you just kind of knew, mm-hmm. but you didn't know, and that you yeah. were inspired about, you were, in, you were inspired to perform this song that you had yeah. shared with your grandmother, yeah. and then, of course, tragically, she, she passed away two days yes. after, but that just shows how powerful mm-hmm. and connected we are, and how much <laughs> we, that, how much of the unseen that we don't know that happens in the spiritual world that where we can be triggered yeah um so i I think that's very powerful that you shared that and um i've definitely i i I lost my father four years ago he Mm. wasn't really present in mine and my brother's lives and obviously to help my mom too much but but i still felt something when i found the news that he was passing Mm. i i felt something within me Mm instinctively that that I knew I had to be there by his side because he didn't have anyone that was going to be by his side when he was passing away so I felt instinctively that I had to be there and as soon as you know I went out there first and then um eventually my my brother and mom Mm -hmm. they came out with me as well another day and we were all there and it was a moment where we all connected spiritually it was definitely Mm. a, a it was definitely out of this world. It was definitely something that's, that was supernatural that happened in that moment. And it, there definitely was a shift in energy that yeah. is unexplainable. Yeah. Um, wow. Sorry to hear that, but... But no, and... and thank you for sharing. Totally, and thank you for sharing your testimony about your grandma. It's, it's oh, always yeah. tough when we absolutely. lose loved ones, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, with, you know, grandma who's you know matriarch and so i'm yeah. sure she she's proud of what you're doing and you're oh, thank continuing you. on the legacy of moving forward right yes yes definitely <laughs> absolutely so tyndall do you have any other testimonies that you wanted to share any other moments by chance or? oh wow i mean I, f- I feel like there's so many so it's really hard to um kind of like uh just pick a couple um you know those are probably the most poignant but uh really helps me understand especially in hindsight but also in those moments I felt just a very strong um, what's the word I'm looking for just a just a very strong pull and uh, just energy just to be more than what I was and what I believed that I was who I was supposed to be Mm -hmm. and there's still so much more I just have so much energy that it's uh I 
I, I, I hope to get everything done that I would like to, um, you know, in this lifetime. But, um, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I, I would say really just it happens to me all the time. I, you know, even just coming here, um, I get these uh, little uh, these signs and these markers throughout my day that just remind me that everything's okay and what I'm doing is right. And, you know, I might just be seeing certain numbers certain times every you know when I'm leaving the house there's a certain time when I'm parking in the parking lot there's a certain time and I see those times throughout my day and these numbers and um or you know I might see a feather or you know um it's just different things so I just oh it's it's so hard because it's for me it's it's everywhere it's everything and um yeah I just I just appreciate you for even letting me speak on it. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on um, to Awakening Eve. We look forward to hopefully having you back soon and in the near future to to talk about other things because spirituality is so large and there's so much to it. And we're, you know, we're at a a very important time where it's important that we have these dialogues, right, (laughs) that we're open and honest about what's out there more than, you know, you know, on a deeper level than what we can see, right? And so I appreciate your time today. Yeah, actually, I, I did just think of something. Yes, sorry. please. <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, my God, there's something. It's like it's like uh, calling at me now. It's like there is something else that is pretty major. That I guess I, guess I just kind of – it's not that I underplay it. It's just that I'm still um, – finding the courage to let it go to the public (laughs) but I have been working on something really since really before quarantine but really starting to develop it since um since March um and uh so I'm I'm developing a a business um model it's going to be online I'm I'm having a store fantastic it's yeah nice um, it's all mindful, kind things and sayings and just, um, you know, things that I, I have been synchronized with that were, were helpful to me and reminders that I want to share with the public um, that will hopefully help them stay mindful of their journeys. And so um, that's coming. And that's, you know, that's another thing that I that's really the most present thing that I've been working on outside of music recently is that and and that you felt called to do yeah, a higher yeah. level a higher uh, assignment yes to get out there I Absolutely. love it Tindall, and once you get your that set up please let thank us you. know we'll be more than happy to spread help spread the word thank you thank you I appreciate that I just got the chills right now seriously oh was, really <laughs> and that's another oh, great thanks. sign um, this was an, an amazing yeah. session and thank you again we, we look forward to hopefully having you back in the future <laughs> and best of luck to you um, hope, we hope that um, you know uh, God continues to see you through your endeavors you. and much shalom thank you so much <laughs> appreciate that mm. Look into my eyes and see the soul of a lover The soul of a soldier Ready to battle for love Ready to battle for love Negativity doesn't help at all Said let it go, it's your call Let it go, it's your call Said let it go 
about your loved one time spent spread love to the masses pursuing those passionate passions got to make it happen gonna make it happen be captain yep all crunch bears proud marys rise up six feet tall live love and laugh this is your impact positive you attract when positive you react no time for self-pity i know times get tricky but life's all about overcoming so stop running wild hearts can be free but only in the wild wild hearts can be free but only in the wild wild hearts can be free but only in the Oh yeah.